Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Little Witch Academia, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Beatrice Murad. Hello. April Collins. Hi. And Steve Zeck. Hello. Uh, we did it. We did it. We reached our Little Witch Academia podcast finale. Uh, it's our last uh, Little Witch Academia podcast today, talking about episodes 22 to 25, the last four episodes of uh, season one slash two of Little Witch Academia. We've been going through the the whole series uh, after the fact here, within the same year at least, so not too, too far okay. after. Um, at the Overly Animated Podcast. You can find our previous Little Witch Academia podcast at OverlyAnimated.com or search for Overly Animated uh, on iTunes and subscribe there on YouTube to not miss any of our future. You know, maybe there'll be some uh, future LWA pods in some form or any other anime or other animation content. Um, and Uh Yeah, sure. Well, Steve, Steve's angling for that already, yeah. And uh, <laughs> But uh, we, we've, we've reached the finale and uh, make sure you've seen the all, entire series on Netflix. Uh, spoilers for the entire show. Um, no more, no more holding back, Stephen Beatrice. We've, we're all <laughs> yeah. caught up. We're all on the same page now. Right. Yes. So, uh, so we're here. We're here, and we're talking the finale episodes. Let's let's get it started, Beatrice. What's your impressions of the final four episodes? So, as I was rewatching this, like this, the entire series again, I was thinking to myself, why am I not? Like, why am I being like, why am I being so picky? Like, what, why am I not like, why am I not having as much fun as I did in the first kind of watch that I did of the show? And then I realized, oh, that's right. That you binge watched the entire show the first time. And like that last run of episodes was so great that it kind of made you forget about all the bad stuff before beforehand. So like, yeah, starting from, I guess, um, I guess 19 with, I think that was the Diana episode. Starting from then on, I just like had such a fun time with these episodes that everything before that, that I, that bugged me was like, I was able to like laugh. I, I was able to like, let go of so watching these again just kind of was this after like this it just kind of confirmed to me like why it is that I do enjoy this show despite giving it such a hard time in this like run of podcasts but um but yeah I I watched it with a smile on my face I I I noticed that the anim- like the budgets were probably like a lot bigger for these episodes in particular and I just I just really had fun with this yeah. Okay. Really had fun with the final episodes. Yeah. I did not have that binging experience to start with. So we had I didn't have the yeah. binging experience either. Well, well, I didn't start. I first watched the show weekly, week to week when it came out of Japan. So yeah, when I first watched it, it wasn't really binging either. But yeah. Okay. Beatrice had the true Netflix experience with the show. Um, <laughs> April, April, uh, this is your first time watching these. What are your impressions of the end of Little Witch Academia? Oh my gosh. Let me just say, so this in, this entire series, um, I have just been struggling so hard because it's Studio Trigger and I love them and the whole idea of the show like really captivated me. And so I've just been like, you know, working my way through them and everything like that. And the, like these episodes like I, I i agree it starts with like 19 is like the payoff that i've been waiting for like this is what i had been wanting like 
all series long was like these episodes. And so I was so happy and relieved like to get to them and to be like, yes, like this is what I wanted from this show. Why did it take me 19 episodes to get here? I don't know, but like here I am and this is amazing. Like I even like teared up at the end and got emotional (laughs) and like it's no joke. Like with animation, like all it takes is some really, really good animation and I get emotional. And so like, I was like, why is this so beautiful? Like, and that was it. But like, it took me to this point. So I really enjoyed these episodes. I mean, I have like, you know, small nitpick things here and there. But like, other than that, like, this, this is what I wanted from from the show the entire time. So I'm very satisfied. Very satisfied. To a certain extent. To a certain extent, yeah. Okay, yeah, two two people have been very hard on the series so far have very positive thoughts so far, so that's that's good to hear. Steve, uh, Uh, impressions on the last four episodes? Okay, I'm going to be fair here. I thought these episodes were wonderful. Um, It seems they follow pretty much the format of, say, like Avatar Last Airbender or Gravity Falls and that we kind of had a four-part finale. They kind of feel like a movie if you watch them all together. Um, yeah, um, I'm so happy. Like uh, we got all this stuff. Like uh, the chariot reveal finally happened. Um, we got an interesting little backstory with chariot. We got um, Aku and Diana just doing their thing. Um, even some of the other characters finally came back. It's- what, what exactly is their thing? <laughs> what are they really doing? Okay. Well, anyway, continue. <laughs> okay. Um, it's, and also like really beautiful to look at. I mean, just beautiful animation. I think this. I think the last four. I think they really, the animation budget went a little up for these episodes than previous, especially the last one. Um, and also the music, of course, top notch. Um, I really love that. Um, like I said though, I I just uh, I do have one thing on episode twenty three. I kind of th- thought perhaps if they just would have took out one of the like earlier filler episodes. That it would have been great, though, if that episode, the whole Chariot backstory, could have been a full-length episode. Like like Legend of Korra Beginnings or Voltron, The Legend Begins type of episode. I thought that would have been interesting, but I, I don't know. I'm, it, I'm just happy, though, like, all this time waiting for, like, uh, for the Diana to finally really have a moment to shine, like she did previously. And and have that Aqua and Diana have that little bond that I've been waiting for. I'm so happy about that. Um, I don't know what more to say here. It, it was it was wonderful. Um, I would love to have a season two, but on the other hand, I think the ending's so great that I'm not sure we should have a season two. So. Oh, hot take. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Advocating <laughs> against a season two. Okay, we'll talk about I'm that. Not, I'm just saying. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> a lot of people are divided there too because I want more, but at the same time, you know, maybe it's best to leave on top. Uh, okay, yeah, on top. That's a bold proclamation. Um, uh, yeah, but okay, let's. Uh, Steve obviously very positive at the ending. So three, three for three. Hmm. Am I going to bring it down? What do you guys? What do you guys think? Am I going <laughs> to? Uh, are we taking bets? Yeah. What are we, <laughs> I were, I were some of what you said on Discord, so I'm, I can take a guess. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't have a time hiding my thoughts. Okay, no. Apparently, you might yeah. as well tell us at this yeah. point. I'll tell you. Okay. It's your turn. I, yeah, I, it's my turn. I, I really enjoyed the last four episodes. Um, I think these are potentially like all four of the best four episodes of the series all at the end. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Like, and it's, and I previously said the one right before these four was the best one. That's what I said last podcast. Um, so that, like, the last five are the best five for me. Um, I, it, no disrespect to intellect and sensibility which is also good but um it's it's slow like the first 20 episodes are and these 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 five kind of turn it up and it's so much of a better show when we're actually doing things and when we're actually like moving you know the reveals and moving the plot along um you know it's each each of these episodes has its own aspect uh that is really appealing and none of them i guess come together to the extent where i'm ready to say it's like an incredible episode um but each of them has an incredible moment to it which is fine like it's it's good enough on its own um and i agree with steve it it does function if you watch them all together as a four-parter just because they all happen sequentially like the rest of the series never happens one after another but these four episodes really just do uh take place right after another and it ups the stakes um i think that the big thing that comes together are a lot of these character moments um i think that the plot and the mythology do flounder in the finale much like they do the whole series i'll defend that point um you know i mean the whole the last episode is just kind of just has a complete nonsense plot and it's kind of indicative of the whole series i would say like, <laughs> I think they needed something to go boom is how i like to think of it it just triggered yeah. the trigger yeah, it's it's the most random, uh, stupid crap that I've ever seen. But it was that being said, <laughs> I, I, yeah, April. I was gonna say it. It just rem- like I felt like at moments I was watching Kill a Kill. If anyone's yeah. ever watched that, yeah, thinking yeah, too, is, too, yeah, like very much in like the way things are like animated and just how yeah. everything sort of looks. Like, yeah. it was very very reminiscent of kill a kill so and i love that show so i'm not complaining <laughs> i i agree i agree it felt like kill a kill and also i think we had a cameo from mako was in this yeah i, I saw that on the outline i have no frame of reference for this but um yeah it's so the, you know the, pl- the plot didn't really get there and i think the mythology coming together in the second to last episode of the entire show is almost kind of laughable at how uh, how like it was like they, the show kind of laughs at itself it's like oh it's just a stupid twig and then um which is supposed to be symbolic i don't know i didn't really get almost anything that happened but it doesn't matter because the second to last episode had this incredible um i think chariot Akko moment i'm gonna get all of them confused but um the big basically the big highlight of the entire show for me ends up being uh chariot and Akko's relationship yeah yeah. yeah, it really gets it's the really the one thing that they truly succeed at in the show that they attack. I don't really think that anything else they attempt to do ultimately gets there, to be honest. Um, Diana and Akko, they have an incredible final episode and it's completely unearned um, just because they didn't build it up enough. Um, but a hot take. Uh, but uh, you know, no, I agree. <laughs> I've been saying I've been wanting to say that for like the entire like run of these podcasts. I've been like, they don't earn it. They need another episode. <laughs> yeah well you know they needed uh an actual kiss or something because uh, it makes no sense without it um but <laughs> D- chariot and Akko, the first of these four episodes uh the, the the only time that i've ever kind of been 
wowed by something the show has done narratively was with the reveal that Akko's powers were, uh, Akko's magic was like taken away by Chariot at that show. It's not like that complicated of a narrative concept, but the way they really pull it off and it ties together so much of what they've been building towards, that's maybe my favorite moment of the show. Um, that scene in in the the fourth uh, to last episode, um, and then you have uh, Akko telling Chariot, uh, like uh, giving her the uh, "I've always wanted to meet you" speech, even though they had the like uh, the betrayal stuff earlier. That's in the second to last episode. That scene is absolutely incredible as well. Those are probably my two favorite scenes of the entire show, and that's not even talking about the uh, Diana and Akko final episode, uh, "Gaze in Space," uh, at, at, <laughs> which, uh, like it's it's. it's uh, the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> Why are they in space? Why what are they doing? But it was gorgeous. Um, and I loved it. And the last, te- there's like a five minute period. Uh, I thought it was the last 10 minutes, but it isn't, it's not even that long. It's a five minute period when they, they're in space and fighting, there's like, they're fighting the missile and then they're in space and they beat it. Uh, it's the best part of the show. Um, it's, it's incredible animation. The whole last episode is so gorgeously animated. I think my, the last episode ends up being my favorite just because, uh, it does so Everything's much. Everything's so, so pretty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, that's, that's, that, that's what I wanted. I wanted it to be like, uh, this, it should have, it needed to be, not not that this is feasible, but it needed to be that pretty the entire time before, you know, if we're doing what we did. Yes. And uh, it's, you know, so ultimately I'm very happy with these four episodes. I do think they're the best of the series. I'm, you know, much higher than on, on them than, than I've been previously on the show. I will say I don't think it uh, makes up for the, I don't think the show fixes any of its problems here, except for Cherry Danako was somewhat underwhelming, I think, leading up at some points. And I do think that's completely fixed. Like, that's the one thing that I really think uh, shines through. Um, but other than that, uh, you know, there's there's still there's and it's not like these finale episodes are perfect. I think the Andrew stuff stands out as being nonsensical. Um, Andrew's really oh my gosh in in the finale. It's, <laughs> it's really disappointing because Andrew's one thing they succeeded at, and then in the finale he does he's he's bad. So um, he's not he's not bad. He's not just bad. The, the yeah. plot he's is just bad. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. He's fine. He's he's fine as all. He's great as always. Perfect. Unproblematic <laughs> fave. Yeah, unpro- completely unproblematic oh. male fave. Andrew continues to be, but uh, he's just in the stupid plot, and you know whatever. So uh, there's a lot to talk uh, about here. Steve, what do you think of my yeah. assessment as number one LWA fan that the chariot Akko dynamic ends up being <laughs> the big highlight of the entire series? Oh yeah, I've been waiting for that forever. I'm like, finally it happened. Um, I thought though the reveal, like to heard a secret about. Chariot maybe stealing Akko's like magic. It kind of answers the question for why she didn't tell Akko earlier. It kind of yes, yes. They they really they they have an answer towards why they're being so (laughs) stupid with this. Uh, Yeah, I'm really proud of them for like not having it just be completely nonsensical, dramatic stuff. Yeah, something you don't see many times like many superhero stuff like. There's always a dumb reason why they keep it secret from their right. love. When, when Miraculous Ladybug has the identities revealed, there's not going to be a cathartic moment that explains why we've been hiding it this entire time. No, but LWA <laughs> had that, yeah. Yeah, um, and also, um, question though. After you saw episode 22, um, what did you think of, like, with Chariot's reason? Do you think, like, Chariot, like, must have had a reason, or she was tricked? What do you, what were you, what were you thinking before you saw episode 23? Like, but I remember when episode 22 aired before 23, like a week, that week we were waiting. I, mean, I know how many fans pretty much turned on Chariot saying, oh my God, is she a villain or something? I mean, I'm like, chill. No, she must have had a reason. Maybe she was tricked or something. She would not do that on purpose or I know she wouldn't. So, 
Well, the ultimate reason of her being uh, tricked by Crow, I think, fe- falls flat for me. To be honest, um, it's a it's a very fast moment, and uh, I, I never I don't blame Crow for anything in this. But as number one Crow fan, uh, <laughs> she, I, even though she turns evil for half of this uh, finale, I was on her side for like half a second. Like she's <laughs> she's so quick to switch. Yeah, and, and I, I, I was on her side. Though. I was like, take down the entire world. Like I'm with you. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> And I agree with her though that the whole sacrifice thing, like she, she couldn't know like that whole show. It was just normal humans. She couldn't know maybe that 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 one human wanted to become a witch or someone from Patricia witch family be at the show. Like logically, she wouldn't know that. So logically, yeah. no, no okay. her. I think I think you're letting her off too easy. I think that she is at fault. I think that uh, it, it doesn't take it doesn't take I'm a not- lot of uh, logic a logical jump to connect that she might have to drain power from people. I think she maybe knew it in the back of her mind and was just ignoring it anyway. Um, and I also think that you do have to uh, consider that there might be actual magic users in the audience. So, like, I don't like blame her. Like, I don't. I'm just never mad at Chariot, even after the reveal. Before we learned it wasn't really her fault. Um, yeah. I, I was fine. You know, I just it's just like uh, you know, I don't. I don't blame her. I don't blame Mako's reaction. I thought it was well done in that regard. I wasn't mad at either of them. And um, I I feel like we let her off the hook a little bit next episode, <laughs> but I still think she's uh, at fault a little bit. That's a hot take, I guess. What What about like the end? Like when. Chariot said, I'll wait for you. Bro, is that like one of the most gayest lines ever? Like you're waiting when someone's going to jail? Like, I'll wait for you. Yeah, I don't know what you said jail on the outline. I don't know what you mean by that. Like, uh, I know, it's question mark. Yeah. Who, who's arresting Crow? Like, who, who's, who's yeah. there to do that? Uh, which, like, Was she being know. arrested? Were those police officers? I'm really confused. I, they left it ambiguous because I guess they don't want, like, maybe little kids maybe to think so dark that she's going to jail, but. I don't know. Maybe she was because she kind of deserved some punishment, no matter what, right? Uh, no, I don't. No, <laughs> I don't. Yes, she does. Yeah, she. Um, I don't know. She needs. She needs some check. Yeah, there's no. There's no commi- magic high commission to check her in the show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, maybe that's a good thing because most of them are like most of them like rompers is incompetent. Okay, so. Star Wars force wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that was that was a good moment. Uh, the crow, the crow chariot. I feel like that that is uh, succeeds a little bit less than than uh, the uh, chariot Aka stuff. You know, I feel like they could have played romance a little bit more if they were going for that, but they didn't. I didn't even buy that they're friends because they're just fighting for most of the flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> well, they that's are why the I... true rivals. Like you know how Aqua yeah. and Diana are always like talking about rivals. Yeah. Like they're the true rivals. Aren't they supposed to be friends though? In in the past, yeah. like oh yeah, well, yes. well, like you can well, be like friends with your rival. <laughs> Well, that's Diana why I, like yeah. frenemies, you know, well, really friends. Well, I thought I could not a little better in frenemies, but that's why I always thought. Like, I was surprised. Think though, the whole cherry flashback thing had episode twenty three. I would love that to be a full length episode and maybe get some more like development core in Cherry's relationship and more like yeah. you know, layers to it. Yeah, I'm gonna need to. Uh, later, I want you to defend why uh, yesterday is the best episode, Steve. But we'll get to that in a second. All right, all right. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know why it is yet. Uh, but uh, I'm interested and in, I'm open to hearing why. Uh, Beatrice, what do you think of uh, the uh, Chariot Akko? Do you agree that it's the best uh, dynamic in the show, Chariot and Akko? Absolutely. I think their like if their relationship hadn't worked, the show would have fallen apart. Like it, they're the. I think one of the reasons why these last four episodes episodes are so successful is that 
all these kind of relationships, all these like little seeds that were planted for these relationships, maybe not the plot, maybe not anything else, but for these interactions between characters all just kind of came into fruition after maybe possibly too long of a time. And um, yeah, I mean, they just, they had them. It's the most important relationship because it's, you know, it makes sense, really. It's 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 a show about a school, the professor, the student, the idol, the the mentor. Like I don't know, it's just it's it's the it's the best relationship, and it's I feel like there wouldn't have been another even if it even if Diana and Akko had been much more present in the series. I still think that that wouldn't have been enough for the series to kind of thematically finish off. It needed to be. It needed to be Cherry and Nako. It needed to be them. And um, so, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. April, thoughts yeah. on the, the two of them? No, you guys have all done a really good job at summarizing basically my exact feelings about the Akko Cherry relationship. It was the one that made the most sense to develop. And I'm okay with like the fact that they didn't really develop the rest of the relationships. And like it was the one that, that needed to be developed based off like, the, I guess the premise of the show, you know, Akko wants to be Chariot, so, you know, Ursula is Chariot, so that makes sense that that's the relationship to sort of, I guess, focus on is, you know, and of course with any relationship in any show, there has to be the drama, so I thought it was very, very well done. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, just... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess I want to dig into those two moments that I talked about a little bit more because I feel like these are yeah. Steve, thoughts on uh, the uh, the episode twenty two reveal and episode twenty four uh, like Akko Chariot like uh, confet like uh, I wanted to like uh, the, here's what I wanted to tell you this whole time. Uh, oh yeah, two, two best scenes in the series. I say, what say you to that? Oh well, I thought the whole like the whole reveal like when she first revealed herself that was like. I was like, yes, yes, finally. Even though, like, it's supposed to be like a tragic little moment, but he found the whole reason for Chariot, like, why he was hiding it. But, and I felt so, like, sad and bad when Aku was just, like, crying. Like, we, we had a little montage of her past with Ursula at the end of 22. I was crying, man. I, every time I see it, I cannot, like, like just have some, te- some tears, at least feel some tears coming through. That it's just so sad to watch, and I and I think the music does a great, great job of kind of establishing that that scene. Um, episode yeah. twenty four, oh, Aku Cherry, like Aku meeting Cherry, quote unquote. I I I love that scene too, and I thought I was great how Aku just ignored the whole like previous meeting, like it never happened. This is her dream to meet Cherry. She's just gonna go for it, and and essentially, yes, it's like. Uh, Chariot is pretty much the Aku of the previous generation, so it kind of really it kind of makes sense why that's so important to the series. And I agree, their relationship is kind of the glue of the series. I mean, it, it really is the glue of the series, um, even more than anything else. Hmm. And I do, and I uh, also um want to point out though, I just realized this, but seven words, and if and they're like seven like these these little witch. I mean, like, which characters, you know, Akko, you know, Susie, Lotte, Diana, you know, and yeah. Amanda, her group. It's like seven, one for each. I didn't really realize that till I just rewatched it the other day when I rewatched episode, like, 25 when we saw the, the word glow for each person. So Okay, that's interesting. I, I, I don't know yeah. how much of a thing that is, but 
you know, sure. <laughs> yeah, they do the they do the nine <laughs> nine old witches. And, uh, it's, it's like those those seven plus chariot plus crow, and it's like okay, that's kind of a stretch, but sure. <laughs> They can they can be the nine old witches, um. Yeah, let's. Talk, I want to talk about the episode twenty two moment. Um, this is like I don't even have much to say about the rest of the this this episode except for the, uh, the the great uh moment with the the reveal of who Chariot is. Crow like forces her to reveal who she is, and uh, and it's like uh, you've been draining the 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 dream fuel spirit to a lot of nonsense terms by the way um the yeah, the dream fuel spirit and the nor fuel spirit um but uh yeah to, and that's why akko can't fly like that that this is like a plot thread that they've really maintained throughout the entire show like akko not being able to fly akko not having as much magic and uh it just being at her idol's expense i think uh is something that really worked i think the scene was just beautifully animated and like uh directed and stuff so um yeah that that came, that came together for me super well um and i love that the you know the chariot reveal is under duress i guess that's the you know it's 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 kind of a it, it's not how anyone wanted it but it would have been too clean if it was just you know we'd heard aqua the entire series here's what i'm gonna say when i meet chariot so it's good that it got subverted i think mm-hmm. yeah and something that's actually very satisfying on the rewatch is that 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 thing of like Aqua not being able to fly. There comes a point throughout the series where you realize you find like there are these little moments that maybe on first watch because you don't realize what's happening, you don't catch. But you know when 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 uh, when Chariot starts realizes what's going on, and then there are these these very small heartbreaking moments when someone will say something so flippantly about like, oh like Aqua, oh well you can't even fly, and it's kind of like oh no, but it's be it's not her fault though, so. It's this like re- the my favorite reveals are the ones that make me want to rewatch something over again and see it in a new light. And this definitely does that. I feel like what's the point of a reveal if it doesn't change everything that you've like known so far? And yeah, so I just yeah. I just I, very, very well done. And um, and I just love that Chariot just like doesn't even apologize. She's like, I know I'm horrible. I'm a horror. I'm horrible, and you deserve. Like, I can't even defend myself, and I just. Chariot is such a tragic character, and I love her so much. <laughs> yeah, and she, she's a Jedi too, and I just there's a lot okay. of emotions <laughs> right now. Yeah, two, two things I want to talk about there, but um, yeah, this is, it's all yeah, it, it's a it's a good twist, um, and it's also like the only twist I think that the show almost yeah. ever has. So, uh, I think that it saves its its punches, and it get it really it succeeds there, um. I want. I, I don't. I, I guess I should t- table talking about chariot just uh, shooting the moon because I, that's another thing that makes sense <laughs> to me. But look, I'll, I'll come back to that. Um, yeah, I want to talk about the episode twenty four um, Akko meeting chariot, like Steve described. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, uh, it's it's really powerful because it, it, it's it's very like schmaltzy, I guess. But I think it, it it's earned it. <laughs> And, uh, it's, you know, Akko gives like the pre-planned speech she has. Um, and then she says, but I'm fi- I want you as my teacher now. Like I, you know, it's, I always thought of, you know, I always wanted to meet Chariot as like my idol, but I, you know, I, I want you as my teacher. And, oh. uh, she says, I'm not, I'm not a uh, chariot. I'm, you know, I'm my own person. Um, and she says, I love you. So there oh. you go. those are my highlights. It was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> But mm-hmm. I mean, will 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 she still call her Ursula? That's what I'm curious about. Like, 
is is she okay with calling her chariot like or is she just completely denying her identity that I, that side of her identity anymore i don't know I, something I'm, curious. I'm pretty sure though she pre- ursula pretty much came out pretty much as she's chariot the whole school like she's wearing red hair now and stuff i think pretty much she announced pre- the whole school knows she's chariot now pretty much so i don't think really much of a secret anymore but that's my, I, I, I want to call her yeah. Ursula though. Like to me, she's Ursula, not Chariot. Like cause that's she was what I Ur- mean. Yeah, yeah. She's Ursula most of the series. So. Yeah, but but the red hair though, it's like uh, it's like Ursula Chariot, like a fusion because it, it's, she doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't fusion. matter. I color yeah. my hair all the time. <laughs> yeah, she just about, she's Ursula with the hair dye. Yeah, that's, how about <laughs> Chair Ursula? No, okay, not, no. <laughs> okay, I'm not going. That <laughs> that'll be the big season two uh, reveal is what we're calling her now. Yeah. Um, um, I just, yeah. um, I just remember something before uh, we we kind of dropped it a little bit. But going back to the reveal for a second, I love the use of fireworks because they're these red fireworks. They're just kind of exploding in the background, and then it is this, they kind of give Ursula or Chariot this kind of red glow. Like on occasion, it's just like that's her past coming up, like the red because red signifies Chariot. So it's like that's her past coming up to blow up, blow everything up, and it's just I don't know. There's just a lot artistically that they did that I just really appreciate. I love yeah. the the very last, the very end of episode twenty two, when pretty much all this stuff goes down and you just have fireworks in the background, like like fireworks is supposed to symbolize like happiness, like celebration, and it's really all tragic for like for Ursula or Chariot and Akko. It's it's perfectly done. It's animated. Just mm. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That that yeah, that scene is is super gorgeous. Just where it came together so well. Um, and then in this episode 24, after that, we have the stuff with the last word, and we got more gorgeous, uh, shiny rod animation casting. <laughs> love, love it. And, uh, yeah, and then they're like, oh, they all cast it together. And I think we're, and, you know, we have like the group shots, and, uh, you know, even even our stupid side trio gets to be in the. <laughs> they, they had a very big importance in the finale. I don't, you know. I That's like, why. It's absolutely not her. No. Like, what is Jessaminka doing there? Well, I'm hanging th- out. Why? I thought I thought her her one line was was very funny because of how stupid it was when she says that doesn't sound tasty at all. I mean, it sounds it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's just- like you're literally. Yeah, this is the character that you. Okay, but like, and she. I don't know, but maybe I'm jumping a bit ahead a bit. But once they're like up in the air on the broom, she just kind of what? Did she just fart? her magic out like what is that <laughs> like i just i don't know i just don't like the tr- I, don't, I don't like jessamine as a concept yeah well it's a bad concept but she exists so that's a that's why she's, she's there she's she's good for who she is but like it's not it's not her fault but yeah it's well she didn't, get her, fault. She didn't get her field trip episode and that yeah that, it, it, it yeah, hurt her character um <laughs> Yeah, and then the stuff. With, okay, so I have an amendment to what I was saying before. As I was thinking about this, I think there's one other thing that the show really succeeds on as a series, other than Chariot and Akko, and that is Akko's character arc. Um, and it's kind, mm. it's pretty, it's pretty heavily tied into Chariot. But um, these, the the finale solidifies basically what we've been doing this entire show. We don't really do anything new, but it's um, like I was thinking back to episode six, still one of my favorite episodes. is all about uh, Akko. You need to be your own person. You don't need to follow Chariot, and that's what we do again here in the finale. But um, you know, she's she's idolizes chariot so much it's going to take a lot for her to 
to break from that. And I do think that that comes together well between talking to Andrew again earlier in, in, in one of these episodes. And then, uh, yeah, when she meets, uh, when she like, uh, acknowledges Ursula's chariot and, uh, she's, she's like, uh, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to my own person. I, I think that really succeeded. I think Akko does succeed as a character and, um, it's, it's a big characterization success for the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you have thoughts on Akko? I mean, yeah, I'm well. Something that I, I I'm curious to do is how many times other characters say "Akko," because that's a lot of that's just like a thing. But um, no, but I agree the uh, the characterization of her her journey. I mean, did it kind of sort of blow up a little bit at the end? Sure, but um, I feel like that. I, I don't know. I, I agree with you. You, you kind of said it really well that. You know, her journey, like if there's anyone that needed to have some sort of like change and development throughout this thing, it's Akko, even more so than Chariot. Like she's the one who needed to show some growth, so show some sort of maturity after everything. And we definitely, we definitely got that. Yeah. And also in the epilogue too, with the, her, I think that was a very successful epilogue, her like trying to fly finally. And yeah. Uh, her laughing with her friends at something that was not funny, but still it was, uh, and, that's when, <laughs> and then that's what she flies. Yeah. It's yeah. it great. I thought that that was a good, it's a good focusing on Akka and the other is the whole last episode's very standard anime finale. Um, yeah, that's uh, fair. Yeah. yeah. I think it's fine. You know, it's sixty. It's I think it, fine. Yeah. The beginning like really lost me. Like, I, I don't know what I like checked out. I was like, what? What yeah, is happening here? Let's talk about the missile. I have a, let's. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Crow. Crow. Uh, Crow. Croy. Um, she's. So we. She ends up being our villain, kind of, in in the in the end here. Uh, you right, Dylan. You called because it. Because we not, had one. You said yeah. she wouldn't be the final boss. So you're right, kind of. I said she was or wouldn't be. You what wouldn't be a final okay. boss. Yes, her 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 <laughs> her fear anger monster is the final boss, I guess, and then it morphs <laughs> into a missile and takes over a missile. So, um, and we get a lot of shots of her <laughs> tapping on her phone. It's I, I can't control it. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it, it, it's uh-huh. so I don't like what we do with Crow here. Uh, it's it's really reductive to I think what could have been a great uh, amb- kind of like morally ambiguous character. I think what she was doing with like emotion magic and everything. Um, it could have been more interesting than it ended up being. I feel like it ended up just being I'm harvesting their emotions for <laughs> evil purposes. And but, like they they say that it's not. She's like I'm not actually doing that. I'm just kind of like enhancing what's already there. So we're trying to make a more political like human human points with that. With like oh people, it's like people's uh, the evilness of humanity ends up being the villain itself, not Crow. But uh, you know I I do think it doesn't matter. She's still it still ends up being she's just harvesting people's emotions and like her cubes that they're doing so much cool tech stuff with with cubes and stuff and then it just ends up being just a monster we're fighting you know <laughs> yeah I, I was really confused yeah. about but that i i do like though that ironically that Coral, who's been so cool calm and collective ever since her introduction that it was her anger what was like final straw for her thing to go out of control I do like that at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's good there's good thematics with like uh, anger and good and evil and stuff. But um, you know, I don't I don't know if it tied into the earlier character we are presenting. Uh, but 
But do you think that she was collecting, harvesting these emotions for evil? I thought that it was more. I think it was, she was doing it for good, but then she's yeah. presented as the oh, bad totally. guy. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, no, okay. I thought I she was just clarify. doing it. I thought she, she was, was just kind of doing it. Was that really it? Because that's what she said she was doing it for. But I just kind of took it as like, okay, we need a villain. So we're going to make you our villain kind of thing. It felt kind of lazy, I guess. Well, I this. Well. This world though doesn't have any real like evil evil characters really. It doesn't have anyone that's like just just playing like. I remember I was, I was talking discourse trying to compare Little Witch Academia to another show called My Hero Academia, and though that show has some really evil twisted people, um, this series does not have any of that. It's like more of a kind of a idealistic like a rainbow beautiful world thing in terms of even like the worst person seemingly is really good deep down. Yeah, it's it's. It, I don't think that even like the uh, evil teacher, like the annoying one, ends up be. She's <laughs> she's trying to save the day at the end. Like she's, I think she's there yeah. with with everyone else. At the, with the, they don't really get anything to do. That's an, the principal. I feel like was uh, didn't get her just desserts and the, the not just desserts. <laughs> her she didn't get her her recognition. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it, Crow. I do think the the last episodes do not present a motivation for Crow that is not uh, trying to save the magic world. Like, uh, I kept expecting it to be like, oh, she's actually doing it for this because we're presenting her so ably. But even in the flashbacks, all she's just doing is trying to find, you know, trying to trying to find this magic renewable source, trying to um, save the magic world from dying. So she is she does ultimately have good motivations. She is presented very sinisterly. And, uh, you know, I didn't, I don't know. I wasn't loving anything we we're doing here with her. I do think you, we'd, we'd, we'd better stuff, I think, in, in previous episodes. Do, yeah. do you think that if the stakes were higher, if we, if, if magic had been in an even worse state, or if the, if the re, if like, if her harvesting emotions actually caused not just like, not just like a, a protest, but actual, actually had started a war, not just potentially started a war, but actually started a war. Well, if, if the stakes had been higher, then maybe the desperation and had the desperation had been more palpable. Then maybe perhaps like that would have been able to give her, not just her a little bit more uh, clarity in where she stands, like being kind of the the like anything and like everything justifies the. I don't know. I don't know how that saying goes. Ends justify the means or whatever. Or do you think, I mean, is that, do you think, like, if maybe, it's, I'm trying to find a way, because evil doesn't necessarily mean, I, I, I like that this show doesn't have that kind of black and whiteness, like, it, it, you have, like, just complexity at times, you could have more of it, but, um, but I don't know, I'm trying to find a way to make Croa, like, more, I guess, clear, because a lot of her motivations aren't clear, or, like, her relationship with Chariot, like, just, moves around too much and she's not committed but she is and it's like she's not a bad guy but she's uh, like sinister and it's like i just feel like if they had amped up the stakes actually made like the like i don't know the school was gonna close down or 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 i don't know like actually see like a, a an actual fight between like like magic like magic and government like actually see the government oppressing magic people like i don't know i kind of feel like if they had tried to go a little bit more political in a sense I, instead of just kind of subtly discussing these things if they had actually tried to say something then maybe her story and her character may have actually had a better payoff 
Yeah, the the, I, the biggest dramatic thing that happens in the last episode with the missile endangering the world isn't even the result of what she's doing. So exactly. It's, yeah, it's like she she doesn't. It, we're supposed to buy her as evil. We didn't really end up doing anything. Like the the like the thing that she has, she is fanning the flames of a soccer protest. That was the bad thing that she was doing this entire series, <laughs> and it ends up Which being I kind of too. a laughable plot point just because uh, it doesn't. You know, it's like oh, we're gonna so we and we we end up seeing you know, with the. Andrew's dad and like oh we're going to take advantage of this and like start a war with the ambiguous rival country but um it's <laughs> it's yeah it, it she it, there's just not yeah there's nothing that results from what she's doing and we just take away the um you know any sort of consequences of her direct actions and make it more of just the anger of humanity as a whole and I think it just leaves kind of a bland portrait of her um I think ultimately chariot has was just used for suspense for a lot of mm, the series yeah um like I think or not yeah. chariot crow crow was used for sus- chariot uh chariot was also oh, used for suspense yeah. with the identity reveals but um crow was used for suspense because a lot of her motivations are unclear for the entire time and we don't get an explanation for why it's just like she's uh she's kind of like messing with akko and chariot is that what we're supposed to take away at the end um it's like oh i'm gonna Apparently. be nice to you now and i'll let you li- <laughs> i'll let you be fine but then i'll want to kill you now and then you'll, you'll be fine there but yeah and ultimately she's uh didn't have nefarious intentions uh in the past she did try to trick chariot and get her to you know she was jealous and she was uh you know trying she was trying to manipulate situation or whatever but it was towards the same goal and uh in the present um she's still working towards the same goal as everyone and uh yeah don't her it it almost hurts more for a lot like a lot of things in the finale it's fine here what she's doing nothing that happens with crow is is terrible in the moment it's 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 fine and it's exciting but when reflecting on her character i think she does fall short Mm -hmm. yeah i agree Uh, um uh, yes steve all right can i almost i'll talk about maybe um one thing i noticed about relationships and development of how i think how a couple some people became friends through akko for example two examples i think of amanda and diana and also Diana and Andrew, they're definitely their relationships are more civil toward each other, much better toward each other, and it's all through Akko, relationship with Akko, which kind of kind of all unite them together. Like Yeah, relating back to the Akko's character again. I think yeah, that's noticeable yeah. in the epilogue when uh you have like uh randomly the uh still don't still to be honest, don't know their names. The uh the Diana Hannah Cronies, and Barbara. Yeah, Hannah and Barbara. Uh <laughs> just being friends with the group. Yeah. Well uh, one one of those things will foreshadow back in episode four, but yeah. Yeah, they're then they're like, uh, yeah. Well, we'll get we'll get back to the epilogue. Anyway, uh, other crow things I want to mention. Uh the crow versus chariot <laughs> fight in um the i don't know what episode but the one where she uh chariot pulls out a lightsaber and uh what was that oh, yeah. i mean the lightsaber like, like she's was- going after my heart every time she has the red hair and like she she like t- gets like the gown off and it's just like in that like kind of skin tight uniform thing and i'm just like chariot stop like you need to stop i can't handle this and then she just pulls out a lightsaber and i think what why why like I I I, they, I think Sword Art Online, which is this other anime, did a similar thing where they just suddenly bring out a lightsaber and they're just they're not even shy about making the reference. Like they even have the sound. They have the sound yeah. like there. Like the zoom zoom. Like oh my god. The zoom zoom. Hashtag zoom zoom. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So I'm just thinking like 
I mean, I, I feel like if this weren't an anime, it wouldn't work. But because it's an anime, I'm like letting it slide, but still ridiculous. <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter that much. But um, yeah, by the way, how dare you bring up Sword Art, uh, Sword Art Online in this podcast? Please, I'm so please, sorry. Please don't bring up the show. I haven't seen it. I just saw like a clip of like the lightsaber. Oh, you, like, you, oh. you don't know why that was a terrible thing. No, but uh, <laughs> offending our entire audience. No, um, JK. But uh, JK, I don't hate Sal. Oh. JK, I, I do hate Sal. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's oh. it's. I yeah, didn't realize really, I was offended. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's offended. I mean, yeah, fight me in, about Sal in the comments. That's fine. Um, but yeah, the lightsaber that was yeah, it didn't matter. So whatever. But it was she needed a non-magical item to to fight with. I guess lightsabers aren't magic. But it was magic, wasn't it? I don't know. I, that I was will... like concentrated magic. <laughs> I, I will. If she's not using the magic, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, I will say if. If me getting like a lightsaber scene in this means I also have to get that silly mecha scene, then I'm fine. I'll take the mecha scene and the lightsaber scene. I'll like that'll be the price I pay. It's fine. I feel like pretty yeah, pretty similar scenes to be honest. So, That's yeah. why. That's why I was <laughs> like, well, full, full okay. Sense. Like I was trying to catch myself. I was like, because it's a similar scene where it has nothing to do with this, but there's this reference. So I was like, I didn't like the mecha scene, but I love the Jedi scene. That's a bit hypocritical. So I'm fine with both. If that means I can get more lightsabers cool. anywhere. Yeah, well, I well, this is like this, this is the second time we've seen lightsabers on the show. When we've seen it before, back in episode eight, so it does. I have show. no memory of that. Oh no, no but that neither. was straight up. Wait, wait, eight was that the sushi episode? Yes, yes. But yeah, but that was a straight up reference to Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. that's annoying. Like, like a- the fantasy world, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's talk. Uh, let's talk. We haven't talked yesterday at all, so I want to get into this. And yeah, it relates to Crow. <laughs> Um, so we I, let's focus on the uh, the crow chariot flashbacks in this episode, Steve. That. Uh, what what did you connect with these a lot? And did you find I guess did you find them satisfying as like an explanation for the way the relationship is in the present in the show? I don't know so much a relationship. I just thought it was very beautifully done animated. Why I thought little chariot was very cute at the very beginning, and I just saw how narratively it just starts like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. After the opening, there's no like setup for the flashbacks or like remember back then. No, it just starts. Which I like when they do that. I like when shows do that sometimes. We just do a flashback. We just do it. We're not going to give explanation or how we're doing it. We're just doing it. Um, but yeah, I thought it's beautifully. It's just beautifully done. Um, I love. I love how it kind of was the rise and fall of Chariot. How it starts so optimistically, and then it completely takes a downward spiral to her like to her fall. And it's just satisfying to watch, even though I don't like to like watching and having a chariot, but you know, um, but yeah, I do feel it, it could have benefited though, if we got more time, if we had a full episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like I said, I said like, cause I love like when I get to like Legend of Korra did that, you know, Voltron did that, you know, that's why I'd say if we could took away one of those earlier filler episodes and done a full episode of this. We break yesterday into two, like the whole flashback thing. And then and maybe we combine the other part yesterday with episode 24, maybe. Yeah, I think that could be, take your pick on which episodes you're rid of. Any of them is fine. But, <laughs> but, but uh, you see, overall, the episode though, it, it's just a so beautiful story, even though really like only like the two steps were moved in the plot, because really all that really happened in the plot was we find Akko and Cherry goes to confront Croa. That's all that really happens. Not much movement in the plot. So I guess I can understand maybe why you you might not like it as much as I do. 
but I just don't. Yeah, it, it is. It is the least narrative heavy episode. I don't think that matters to me though. Um, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I did. I did find the chariot crow flashbacks pretty matter of fact. Like I, I don't really felt like I delved into either of them emotionally. I don't know if I had enough time to do that. I definitely got like what was happening. Um, it's like okay, we she's stealing people's magic. She tricks her. One uh, yada yada. She, then she like randomly shoots the moon at the end. We get another our third thing reference to to internet comments. So one you know, I got that part, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't really connect with either of them in the flashback. One thing I don't get though was after Coral revealed what she did, how she how she tricked Chariot, and they got in this big argument. And Coral says, "I'm done helping you. I'm going my own path." And then presumably, I don't know, like a couple months later. She's at a chariot show, like, again, helping her, like, erase memories after she breaks the moon. Like, that really I didn't understand, really, because I I, I don't get the nature. I I referenced this earlier, so I'm just uh, bringing it up. There's no point, but I don't get what they are. Are they friends? Are they rivals? Are they, you know, are they dating? Like, well, what's going on with them? I genuinely, (laughs) I I never, I never, like, I never emotionally connected to the the two of them. It's like one, it's one year chariot senior. I had no idea about that, right? I, like, I was going to say, I didn't know about any... Like, well, if, if you, you had told episode, me... Well, first of all, Aku kind of... Aku and some of the others say, say that... I guess when they're like, like who's the... Yeah, when there's like, who's this at the school? And also, you got to go back to episode three. Episode three, the photos of past winners of the race. You see, okay. You won the race the previous year, the year before Chariot. Yeah. By That's the way, I, before, I'm going to forget to bring it up again. The The broom comes back, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> were, you, were you so hype about that? Oh yeah, the shooting start, and they keep hyping it up with the uh, all, all these like cameos and these, these like newspapers and stuff. Like, it's like this magic broom appears again. And it's there for the climax of the show. Wow. <laughs> and, and can I just? That's yeah, the most I, important part. <laughs> can I talk about Diana though? Like. In the well, let's let's let in the episode. Yeah, there's that. We're gonna definitely talk about Diana for the rest of the episode. Wanna, but yeah, yeah be interesting. Inter- comments on the crow chariot flashbacks in in yesterday. I mean, they're they're fine. I it, it, I don't know why, but there's this kind of there's just like I kind of like kind of like what you said in that there's no real emotional resonance i mean it's say for instance if chariot had had like a little bit of a meltdown and just be like you want magic fine here's some magic and then, <laughs> and then shoots at the moon and then she realizes her mistake in like after her fury of anger then okay i can like kind of understand her psyche and like why she does certain things but we don't really get that like they i don't know why but for some reason if any anyone other than akko doesn't seem to have a lot of emotions expressed Yes. On their face, yes. like animated, wi- like animated wise, they just they aren't expressed. And I wish we would get that a lot more. I I, I like when animation focuses on the face. I think that would be great. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I it was fine. I I st- even after watching, I think this is like what the, the third time I've seen this episode, and I still don't understand why she shot the moon. Like, I don't I don't understand why she needed. Like did she lose? I I guess she lost control. Control, but yeah. I don't know. I needed more of like, yes, but make her like, I don't know. There's just this very passive way people have like that. Th- these characters are like where things, bad things happen to them, but the only bad things that happen to them are out of their control. No one ever mm. actually actively does something bad with bad intentions and then like apologizes or forgives like everything's Ooh. surprisingly out of a hot take. Everyone's a surprise. I, yeah, that's a hot take. Mm-hmm. I like this point. There's no consequences in the show. That's yeah. what you're saying. It's just like there's no, I don't know, and I, it kind of takes away the agency of the characters a little bit. Yes, and yes, I, yes. I, yeah. 
I want more. I, I don't know. So like, this is just one of those examples. I, I like seeing, I want to see more of Professor Woodward. I think is her, her name. Like I just, I want a, to... yeah, I have no, I have no yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think the, the worst so thing that anyone like, ever does in the show is like in this flashback, uh, Crow like tricks Chariot. Like, I feel like that's like the worst thing anyone's ever done. In yeah. Or time. like Hannah and Barbara bully. Like that's like yeah. the worst thing. Like it's the only times like that people are actually intentionally do like doing something bad and it's just like if chariot had actually done something bad and actually regrets i feel like her character her arc would have been more powerful and that would have added to akko's like forgiveness more because she's like you know i just there's just certain things that had they actually committed to them and amped it up made it a little bit more murky and gray that they could have it could have elevated the story a lot more. And this is, and these flashbacks are just kind of another example of it, but they're fine for what they are, but they could have been better. Yeah. April, please tell me why uh, chariot shot the moon. Like what was going on there? Yeah. Tell us. I, yeah, you know, (laughs) I would love to tell you, but I can't because they didn't tell me that whole thing. Like I, I, there, it was so very like, I was just like, okay, you're showing me all of this. Like, like I almost wish that there had been more, like, I guess, like, sprinkles of it throughout. Like, okay, so Cherry decided to, to disappear after she shot the moon. But, like, like it was just like, okay, so that's why she she disappeared. But, like, I feel like it would have been, like, more, like, beneficial almost to the story to her story if they had been like if there was just like Akko had like one of those moments where she's just like whatever happened to Cherry and they're like oh yeah she shot the moon yeah like, no one mentioned <laughs> <the moon." laughs> like, it is explained though like bro erased everyone's memories but I but can't that's, that's is, is, it, is it Steve? Is it still visible? Like, is this yeah, still, it still visible? visible. Yeah. Like, what? no one ever questioned like, why the moon has like, a star in it. NASA or, would not have let this happen. NASA would have also, gone also, like, why is this a problem? Like, I mean, I can imagine why it would be a problem. Like, are the tides messed but, up? But you know is, is it a problem? Oh, I would like to. I would like to. Yeah, I would like the other witch's problem with Cherry was also the fact that. She like did that to the moon. That, that would actually make more sense. Like why the other witches are like cold, like dimension a chariot. Like not only because she put on shows for the people, but and use magic for entertainment, but because she destroyed the moon and did something reckless like that. That would have actually added more to it. Well, yeah. that would have made sense for uh, chariot having to go into hiding. Like yeah. if whenever they showed me that, I was just like, okay, but if. Like they erased everyone's memories, then why has Chariot been in hiding this whole time? Like that doesn't make any kind of sense. Like to me, like it just doesn't make sense to me. Like if you had erased everyone's memories, like who knew that it was Chariot that had done it? Then okay, sure. But like they, the, the, there's never that like oh yeah, Chariot shot the moon kind of moment. So it's like, what does it matter? Like she could have been out in the open the entire time. Like. I thought though I thought you know, she went to hiding because she had no more tricks. She had nothing more to offer to her magic show. She but without they these- didn't say that. Like star <laughs> like entertainers like go in and out of the business all the time. Like whenever they don't have anything to give anymore, like then they, okay. they sort of fade out. So that was like like I could understand that, but yeah. you have to tell me that like you have to you have to tell us things. Well, you just, can't well, 
I'm just giving you my interpre- interpretation yeah. of what I yeah. thought. Okay, we have no explanation for the moon thing. Um, no, there is literally no okay. explanation for but, the moon. But how about uh, more commentary on internet comments are mean? Because um, oh my oh god, my gosh, again, third time. <laughs> third time. Third time. Now well, let me tell you. Running, running this website overly animated. This theme speaks to me because people, <laughs> people are very mean in the comments, and people probably. If you, I don't think Little Witch Academia comments have been mean, but you, you just if you post anything on the internet, you will see that like, uh, like half of comments are just vitriolically mean, and it is uh, a big commentary on humanity. And I like I like bringing it up in a piece of media like this. It's interesting doing it in kind of a uh, non-current technology non like modern technology like old school fantasy show um interesting like thematics but yeah it's it's it definitely seems like we're specifically going into the series with studio trigger like with them wanting to comment on this hot button issue with internet comments but why have they have they <laughs> I ever think, i think they, really they looked online comments? about their shows yeah, uh-huh. and they, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't like it what Killer Kill's amazing, and what they did for Steven Universe was beautiful. So, wait, I'm sorry. What did they do for Steven Universe? They oh. were part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They storyboarded half an episode of Steven Universe. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I. Yeah, I. I I'm, I'm more forgiven the fact that a third time because the fact that Chariot is unlike the other two characters. Chariot is a much more important character. It made more sense here than with the stupid Yeti, yes. Yeah. Like it, was, it was better here. I don't mind it being an element of the show. I just don't need the Yeti and the writer yeah. and Chariot. I'd rather just have it be Chariot and have it sprinkled throughout that she, like, cares a lot about what people think of her. Yeah, there's no, there's no, like, yeah. connection to Chariot's arc in the there's series. There's literally yeah. no connection. Yeah. And that would tie so perfectly with her wanting to hide. Maybe she herself is ashamed and she keeps reading these comments so she hides herself. And just, yeah. there are these very simple little switches in the plot that you can make just to make it all thematically work. And they just don't, they don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but, uh, yeah, so that, that's, we can come back to the flashback if we want, but, uh, Steve, the rest of yesterday is a, is the Diana show, as you mentioned. <laughs> the a, first date, the first true date. Yeah, you wrote that in the outline. Was I, it I a didn't date? see this as their date, yeah, but I, I like that interpretation. I thought that was, like, Diana comforting Akko, like, it was kind of like one of those, like, oh, you were there for me during my time of need, so I'm gonna be here for you during yours, <laughs> like, yeah. There was no, obviously, yeah. Apparently, Uh, I've been dating wrong, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Look, look, Chumley was there, so is Chumley there on all of your dates? Like, what? (laughs) No, I told you, doing it wrong. Can I just talk about one thing at the very beginning? I thought was very very important in showing how much Diana has grown. Is like when Lote first came to her and said Aku is missing. She puts her shoulder on Lote, like she puts her hand on Lote's shoulder. Very comforting. She makes this look of trying to comfort her and say it's going to be okay. And I thought that showed very glad development because I cannot imagine the Diana like in the beginning of the series doing that, showing like more like grotto of people's feelings because before she was just pretty much all about uh, facts and stuff. I mean, I'm not saying she was a bad person, but you know, she just like she never. She was pretty much she was always harsh, but she gets criticisms, but she never like. He's never worded it right to, you know, not hurt people's feelings unintentionally. Yeah. So I think that definitely shows some growth right there. And the fact that they, they came to Diana for help shows how much they have grown to trust her, too. 
Yeah, yeah. But that d- was, d- like, undeserved, like... Okay, well, let's set that aside for now. Let's, uh, yeah, I agree. But Diana, definitely <laughs> the star of this episode. She, she, yeah, she's in, like, she's concerned about Akko. She's comforting everyone. She's like, yeah, I know that you're a chariot. Like, uh, I'm not dumb um, like Akko. I figured this out for everyone. <laughs> Yo, and, I told you, I called that. I called that a while ago that you would figure it out. I, I said... Yeah, well, you've seen it already, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was episode 15 first air. I first saw it. Okay. Yeah, sure, Jen. figure but, it out. Uh, I yeah. figure out it's <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, Diana's so good here, and uh, she's and then she's uh, they said they have the reunion with Akko, and she reveals the uh, that she was a chariot fan, and they're bonding over that. And Steve says they're dating. And uh, can I ask you a question though? <laughs> so, episode one, did you notice Diana in the audience? Like, I like, no, I didn't know. Yeah, we talked about that. I didn't notice it when it was happening. No, well, but do you like, like pretty much did they actually show her? I don't remember. Yeah, episode one was yeah, like forever showed. ago. Do that to show, but uh, but also it happened also in the first short film too. So people who saw the, saw the first short film was looking for that. So it's yeah. Oh, I will say the one really cathartic thing in this uh, Dianaco stuff. I think the the revelation that because uh, we'd heard before that Diana lost her power at one point uh, that she was at the same show and that she also yeah. lost it, but then worked really hard to get it back. I thought that worked so well with the reveal of the previous episode. Yeah, yeah and I did as well. And, like, the first time, like, one of the few times you actually see an expression on Diana's face is when, like, like uh, when Chariot finally does, like, admit, like, yes, like, this is, like, this happened. And then she just kind of is just, like, oh, God, I, there's this, like, this very, very quick, like, expression on her face that I really appreciated. And I really like when she just goes, quote, how could you, like, at a time like this, how could anything other than Echo be important? And I was, like, okay, yeah. Diana. All right. Sure. Yeah. Sure, Diana. Cool. <laughs> well, didn't know you guys were dating. <laughs> <laughs> they are, yeah. Oh, oh, I do like though the end of the scene after Diana leaves when Jared Char- says, "Please take care of Aku for me." It's like sort of like a parent, pretty much saying to like their like kids, you know, like you no, know, like like lover or like their like person they're dating or like their fiance that passing the torch like yes <laughs> that mom chariot passing the torch. mom chariot <laughs> yeah. again yeah i think i think all of this diana stuff is incredible yeah after the, the like i think the flashbacks fall a little a little short for me although they're still good good to see and then i think all the diana stuff after is very good i think overall i think i guess the argument for yesterday being the standout is that it's the most consistent episode of all of these um i think once you get past that opening scene which is it cuts from opening scene to flashback, which I don't think works. But uh, once you get past that, um, I think everything is really solid. And it's like uh, the next episode, 2024 or whatever, the first half is men, then the second half's great. And then same thing with the uh, 25 and kind of same thing actually with uh, with uh, 22. But I think yesterday is pretty consistently good throughout. Yeah. Is, is that is that? Yeah. What 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 brings it together for you, Steve, as the best episode? Well, well, for sure, it's uh I love, first of all, Akko and Diana have, finally having this long conversation. And I, in fact, that Diana just pretty much got past any being this su- su- Sukune or whatever you call it. Like, Sundere. Like, yeah. <laughs> which, which, which was her character in the short films, pretty much. Like, there's a scene in Enchanted Parade, like, when she says, go girls, go, go. And then she's like, stops herself. Like, no, I can't let them see that. It's like, this is like whole totally different Diana. Like, she just lets it all out. She lets all her feelings out, like, everything she's not hiding anything she's not like trying to put on a brave face or nothing and, and we don't see that much that many characters do that in really in anything really so i really like that um 
I just liked how they just talked talked it out, and how like Akko pretty much seemed very like for once she had was not optimistic. He was not like very like she was very down, and that's something we never seen Akko throughout the series. No matter what happens mm-hmm. to her, she always has a positive sense. She's ready to go on to rebound, and she's pretty much emotionally pretty much beaten up, and Diana's the one to get her back on her feet to get her back to be the old Akko. I thought it was great. Um, like, so the one little, like, disappointment, like I said, there's no kiss, really. And, and you don't see any Aqua Diana kiss. And heck, we never even see a hug. And you know, it's like in episode 24, group hug, except for Diana. She's the only one of the seven that wasn't part of that group hug. I was like, yeah, oh, what a ripoff. Yeah, in 24, they cast the spell together and they're they're close. Um, and then uh, in 25, they're like holding hands in the sky at one point. Oh, so. yeah. It's so reminiscent of Kurosami. Like, I, I, I see that and I think of the at the end of season three when there was that very intentional hand grab by Asami to Korra. And I'm like, that sh- that frame of like actually wanting to point that out and show that to you, like that means something. I don't think that we'd need another season to see if this, if they'd actually commit to it. But like, it that that's worth noting. Oh, can I mention the uh, I talked on this card the whole comparison to Korosami and Dinoko and how it develops, like how it began though, they both began sort of, of rivals, at least rivals in the sort of main character's eyes, like Korra's eyes and Aku's eyes, they were rivals, maybe not so in the other ones. And also how like Korra and you no know, and Aku had pre conceived perception of what these people were, you know, I and, and like Akko thought Diana just mean, a snob and stuff. You know, Akkor thought Asami was, you know, was just a prissy, rich girl. And how all those things were just, just wait, like, they were just proven wrong. Very, though, different to Akkor Asami, that happened, like, very early on, like, episode 7. This one took a while. It took a while from, like, episode 19 for Akko to see the different side of Diana. And then they, they get close, they get closer, and if they... If the if Dinoco like like really became a thing in season two, like it would be like Korosami. It would sort of follow the same blueprint over how they got there. Even yeah. even throughout yeah, the rich I, family, like the whole like uh, the dead mother thing too. Yeah, I see the similarities for sure. Um yeah, let me let me I guess the, give the abbreviated version of the Dianaco rant. Um in <laughs> rant? For, for this, yeah. So I, I love the two of them in the finale. I think it's wonderful them in the sky. It's it's you know it, it's great. I think them in uh, yesterday at the end is great. Them casting the spell together in twenty four is great. And um, what we saw from from the two of them in intellect and sensibility was wonderful. Uh, I think the as we alluded to before the last episode, them being the two that are like casting the world altering magic and saving the world from the missile. It does, I think feel unearned um, because I don't think that there's enough of a buildup in their relationship to get to this point. Like Steve mentioned, we go on a long journey with them and they get closer and they see each other differently. And um, they're, you know, and we have this whole thing with uh, Diana, like I've always, you know, you, you, you can, cast magic or whatever in a way I can't or something well, like they admire each other and well, to um, be fair yeah well, to be fair from a natural perspective 
Was Kurosami really earned too? Like that was sort of like, okay. No, 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 Steve, get out of here. Um, get out of here. So uh, look, we're not, no, no one's claiming. Like it's different because Danako. This is like one season, and it's intentionally plotted out. As it's an art, like whereas Kurosami things are changing throughout four seasons of a long show. But uh, oh. also, oh, yeah. it's only been a relationship that's only been hashed out in like what three or four episodes, yeah. like and barely if that, like. It, it would be more, like, earned and deserved if it was something that we had been building for the entire, se- like, season or the entire series. Um, but we hadn't been. It's literally only been, like, three or four episodes. Um, yeah. like, most you most of the show doesn't have Diana in it. And then she's exactly. suddenly, like, this vital character sudden- in the last yeah. episode. Yeah. It, well, yeah. no, it's not even that. She's suddenly a character. Like, right. she yeah. suddenly has part. I guess purpose or meaning to the to the story, but before that, she like, uh, like we you know we were kind of talking about like oh like Diana like is being like nice to these people and it's like well maybe she has been this entire time but we haven't seen that like for um, all we know. Would you have like to see maybe Aqua maybe done this all by herself though? Because some people saying maybe like why Diana have to tag along for this. No, I'd rather have Diana. Even though it's unearned, I'd still rather have Diana. <laughs> but actually, it, <laughs> you need Diana there because you forget Aqua can't fly. She can't fly by herself. Someone has to drive. Well, the- she got she got the. Uh, at the end, Susie yeah, could the- be oh. there. Lotte yeah, could be there. They all, they Amanda, all, they all Amanda, who was then known as the flyer, one of them could have actually like. Yeah. Uh, Amanda or like uh, well, Lote would have been much more better fits because, well, as far as we know, Aka was closer to them. So, well, yeah, like a point being, someone had to be there. Like, Aka could not have done it by herself. She could not be a solo, like, stop the missile by herself because she needs a witch that can like, can fly because she had no flying abilities until like the very end, the last yeah, scene. Yeah. So, yeah. and even oh, then. If if Kuroa would have been there, if she had actually owned up to her like messing up and been like, no, Ako, I'm gonna fly you. We have to. We I have to deal with this. Like, take responsibility, people. Yeah, Crow having Crow more involved would have been wonderful instead of just like standing there with Chariot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but even yeah, having okay. Chariot there, that would yeah. have been much more earned. Yes, well, Jerry can't fly anymore. That's why I was like, that's why I didn't want to. Uh, I, 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 well, okay. Side note: I don't know why we need to do the chariot losing her magic arc. That didn't amount to anything. Um, it's just kind of a thing that it, happened. Maybe it's kind of like it, it just. It just kind of is like a, it brings it full circle in that now Chariot can't fly by protecting Akko, so. and then when Chariot was selfish, Akko couldn't fly. So now, yeah. now when Chariot was selfish, she could. I don't know. I, I could see the 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 parallels and the and the circle. Of that, yeah. and, and in the short film, Akko could fly, but she just couldn't fly very fast. And I think that's where she is now at the end of the series. She can fly, but she's just kind of still in her training wheels. She's not going to go like, like fly like on her own, like super fast or anything, like Amanda. Would. Yeah. Okay. Right, the other aspect of the uh, Dianako that feels unearned is the fact that they're just so intimate in the when they're in the sky and they're casting the world changing magic, and uh, yeah. it's like okay, this this doesn't make sense to me with the relationship that we've been presented. Um, because I am, I'm, I am not okay with the uh, Im- implied girlfriends, and then uh, okay, then we'll just assume that they're girlfriends. Like I think this this finale would have been perfect if, if like twenty four had ended with them kissing. 
or like maybe even 22 like our, our yesterday or yesterday or whatever but like it's it, it, it if we're gonna portray them like the last episode feels like they're in a romantic relationship and that's not what the series has presented previously so it feels like there's a disconnect for me i agree there is yep they needed they needed another episode or just a little bit, a couple more moments of shared glances of, of have of like shared touches, you know, like catching, like catching up on Mysticons. I'm noticing people being touchy and I'm like, these little moments of touch matter and people pick up on them. So they need to kiss or at the very least a hug. I mean, even Sheridan Crower had a hug in the flashback. I mean, come on, give us something. Yeah, I'm just I'm just very unsatisfied with these types of portrayals. Um, and this is why I get turned off from a lot of shows like this is that I, you know, I'm just I'm not I don't want to stick it out for <laughs> 25 <laughs> episodes to not have uh, to to have you like uh, subtext portray a romantic relationship like that's not, you know, just it's, it's just bad storytelling. It, I, I understand that it's with circumstances of um, the fact that whatever for whatever reason, they're unwilling to portray the female female romance there. But, you know, it's just, it's just not satisfying for me as a viewer. To, to see this it almost like i i can enjoy the last episode regardless like it, it's still wonderful but um you know overall it's not one of the things i feel like that but the series if i can defend the show in one in one thing though at the very least an equal opportunity and that it seemed for pretty much except for maybe frank and lote really no romance at all period either like really it's right. like yeah at least was Akko wasn't with andrew at the end at least yeah so that's the that you know but not for Akko like a relationship but yeah. Briefly yes. speaking of Andrew, Andrew's role in this finale is uh, there with his dad and uh, some other political person, and uh, the other political person's like, uh, "Yeah, war." And Andrew's like, eh, "Let's not do. How about no war?" <laughs> Maybe and, not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they're like, "Okay, let's cheer him on." At the end, and then at the end, Andrew's dad is like, "You know, I think magic's okay after all." <laughs> That was like the most laughable part of this whole show. Was Andrew's let dad is like, "You know, magic's okay after lemonade. all." Yeah. Well, you know, I. Wait, wait. I don't know what you guys think. I always sort of had this weird ship, though. Andrew's dad and Diana's aunt. I always thought maybe it's too late. <laughs> Who okay. did that? Okay, stop. Speak. No, stop. I that. That, yeah. no. <laughs> that way, yeah. pretty much the whole any idea of Andrew and Diana getting together is pretty much squashed if they're like so related. Okay, yeah, we well, yeah, anything to to stop that possibility. But um yeah, I think there's two failures here. One is the ending with the magic's all right. Like this is our resolution to the uh people hate witches now is just uh we all rooted for and okay, I like the okay, we saw them uh Diana and Nako saving the the world and everyone was rooting for them. But then Andrew's dad is a I would say a pretty quick turnaround is a nice way of saying it. So uh, yeah, do you agree do you agree with that, Beatrice? I mean, yes, it's very fast. It's completely like it's a complete jump jump that we like we didn't deserve um but to be completely honest like andrew's dad was never a really important character for me so i didn't mind it as much but i do anything i would have wished if we had kind of seen andrew do something less passively if we actually had seen him like in the streets or do something i don't know have like i I know this is gonna be way dramatic completely out of tone and not fit with this show at all but the think of the equivalent of that in the show's context when I say this, but like if someone had like died and then that really impacted and or like Andrew saved someone from dying, like I don't know, like like in like if like I don't know during like the riots something happens and Andrew gets hurt or something, give me something that like makes that 
that radical shift in in Andrew's dad's perspective valid, then okay. But I don't know. I just wish as 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 someone who really loves Andrew and surprisingly want more for him, more from him, I wanted him to take on a more active role in this, you know, like in the Cavendish episode, it's understandable why he doesn't take a role. And it's like, and he himself takes a step back. He's like, I'm not needed here. It's okay. But in this, when it's like the series finale, like, come on, we want to see you do something. And what you did was just watch a screen. He literally did nothing. (laughs) Yeah, so that ties into the second point that's wrong with it, which is that this is just an unsatisfying conclusion to Andrew's arc on the show. Andrew is something that the show did right throughout the entire series. Like, he's a good character, and then he just doesn't really have a role in the end. And I don't... He gives Akko her hat back at the end, and that's kind of it. Um, He's... he's, What we do with him is we make him representative of the muggles' view of uh, witches in the world. Like, that. that's... Like, he's he's supposed to be that side, and that's what his dad is at the end. And it's not... It's not unsatisfying his dad's turnaround with... Because his dad's such a big character. It's just that... Like, this is such a big... Uh, storyline from the show earlier is like how we're viewing magic society and I guess we're all okay with it now yay um, but it's I, I don't even care about that as much as just uh, the fact that Andrew um, Andrew's arc didn't feel fulfilled and yeah. I don't really know why he was there the entire series to be honest like the one thing okay the one thing they did really well was he was the impetus for Akko being her own person like he told her in an earlier episode one of these four to he's like okay you just well, you, you're relying on chariot too much and then he's told her that before and um he's just a great uh like kind of pillar for akko to grow on so um I, I i like that and to be honest that the way the way i'm talking about it now makes it feel like a romantic ending for them would have been earned which i kind of think it would have been a little bit i mean it would have been way more earned than like the Akko Diana thing, in my opinion. Like, yeah, because yeah. it was a much more developed relationship versus Akko and Diana's, like much, much more developed. Like, well, I I would have been satisfied with that. Like, I, I don't know if it's him- much, much more, but it's no. relative but, to their supposed importance in the series. Andrew's, yeah, yeah like Andrew's relationship with Echo is fine, and uh, Diana's was underdeveloped if she's such a key character. But well, yeah, Steve, any thoughts on yeah how we, uh, yeah, we, we end up portraying Andrew? For a second? Yeah, yeah, Andrew was fine. Um, I think that's a blown proportion over how like turned around Andrew's dad is. I, I just think he was at the end. He's just like more open minded. He just says, "Son, can you just." Maybe tell me more about these witches. So I guess he's a little more curious. Maybe more. Open. If they if they portrayed him more like that, that would have been fine. But he's That's like, right. I'm ready to reconsider my whole worldview. That's kind of. Yeah. What but it's also, but he also the other was. thing too is he he acts like, oh, oh, witches. Is that the new thing? Tell me all about it. Like he already knows <laughs> like what yeah. witches are and that they exist. Like we're all he's well aware that witches are a thing. But he in the end he acts like, oh, t- like. I've just discovered this for the first time. Please yeah. share. Yeah. Like, well, the other way to look at it, though, is that his boss, the the prime minister, didn't have a positive look at witches. And yeah, the key character, the, the prime minister, came in at the so end. He's yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't know he was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. His his pers- yeah, kind of perspective turned on the prime minister. He looked um, like okay. uh, he looked. He design looks exactly like a certain like character on Attack on Titan. Um, I forget the guy's name, but yeah, yeah. Um, Andrew, overall, I still think a, a highlight of the show, even with an unsatisfactory ending. Um, yes, like I, like Andrew is on the top of my list for things I'd like to see more of in season two. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. yeah. We know I I like 
Yeah, so season two, I guess. You know, it'd be interesting to see in two if we actually saw another witch school, like maybe a rival school for Luna Nova. Because yeah, where's the uh, where's the yeah the rival Harry? Where's Potter? the where's the, where's where's yeah. the Tri Wizard tournament? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Where- <laughs> I want Diana to fight two. the dragon. I want Diana to go save Akko from like a mermaid. Come on. No, I just want the, the Tri Wizard tournament. Oh, by the way, every, everything's <laughs> forgiven. Another, if, I was at the tournament. That was the first task, the second task. Yeah, 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 yeah Harry Potter. Yeah, if maybe, we do, um, do, if we do do season two and they're dating the entire time, everything's forgiven. So let's maybe, do that. and maybe it's we not. Feel like, uh, <laughs> feel like another, you mean like another witch, like another witch descendant of the nine old witches from the, the other school? It could be sort of like, like a sort yeah, sure. of Diana in sort of way, and then she sort of maybe gets development too, and. Stuff, you know, it's yeah, like that'd be good. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of possibilities there. Um, speaking of nine old witches, they get they get makeovers in the last episode, and they're in the the uniforms. <laughs> Thoughts? Yeah. Thumbs up. Why? <laughs> Why? I mean, That's they're a- gonna get more easily dirtied. Is all I'm gonna say. Oh, okay, yeah, that- yeah. Those things should have been filthy. <laughs> <laughs> they okay, traveled through space. Come on yeah, now. Okay, ra- okay, ra- more rapid fire thoughts. Uh, Steve, give me fifteen seconds on Professor Woodward. <laughs> 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 okay, Woodward. Well, she's kind of a horrible mentor. <laughs> Does Woodward have emotions? Like, is is, yeah, is she kind of a- drove like she drove quite crazy? And it pretty much is like because she wasn't a chosen one. She pretty much ignored her like he didn't exist. It was that an intentional thing, or is she just like an automated process that did not really know, register but, her existence? But also, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Your relatable character. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought I did think so. She is definitely very. I love her design, though. She looked very, very nice. I think just the mythology of the show amounts to just nothing. Like, yes. <laughs> the yeah. words, the the nine old witches, Woodward, the Grand Triskelion, your Drassiel, all of it was just and ultimately meaningless to me. None of that did anything. But uh, at the end of the episode, the um, the Dragon Balls were separated back into the world again. Were oh, they? Wait. Like, is that? <laughs> like, what even happened when Aka like raises the staff and it's like, uh, yeah, we're giving it. I That's what I th- I thought I was watching Dragon Ball Z for a moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh maybe yeah. that um, maybe that little girl we saw a big close up is like going to get the thing next. The spinoff show yeah. yeah um yeah i don't think it, i will say i don't think it matters like the the last four episodes succeed in that they don't fit focus an emphasis on the show's uh underdeveloped mythology so i don't think that they make it matter at all it's just annoying that uh it doesn't amount to anything um one sequence i really really wanted to highlight that i haven't yet um like one of my favorite moments of the entire series is within these like key five minutes of the finale that uh, I've, I've talked about there's one continuous shot of when the, Diana and Akko are fighting the missile and um, Akko like uh, metamorphy Frasius is into different <laughs> things and uh, like mm-hmm. it's it's very reminiscent to me of the Korra book 3 finale and that we even extended one shot no cuts away and like mm-hmm. we're going all around the missile she's transforming into different things um, it was like it was gorgeous and super well choreographed and uh, yeah I just there there's there's this sweet spot of five minutes where the show is uh, absurdly good and that was a huge part of it. Um, even though they're fighting this nonsense missile that like splits into like ten different things, and then, yeah, <laughs> kill a kill. <laughs> yeah. It's it's whatever. It was just so gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, I, that that was the most stylistically. That was the most kill a kill the show got. And oh, that, yeah. to me, I was just like, something changed. The, some team of animators kind of came into the studio and were like, all right, it's our turn. Like step aside. 
I we're here. Like, yeah, we're here. We're finally here for five minutes. We're here to do our jobs. And it's like, okay. sorry, we were late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I, thought, I thought that, yeah, that was stunning. Um, we, uh, other random things from the end. So, okay. Uh, Steve, you wanted to point out the Rebecca Sugar and Ian JQ cameo. Yeah. And- it just like, just like when things like at the very end, you see victory celebration of the crowd. You kind of see them like, Seeing screenshot of them like celebrating. Um, they were in the uh, second short film Enchanted Parade too, and I think the Rebecca Sugar character actually had a line in that. <laughs> I <laughs> don't absurd. remember this at all. <laughs> but the one, the cameo that really stuck up to me, of course, it's like Sugar and Joan Courtley. It's definitely the Mako cameo. I just love that though because she actually talked. But I, I and you know, um, if you've seen this, should the short film not only. You can't right not only see Rebecca Sugar and Joan Corkley, but also I believe Connie makes a cameo, and so does Dip, Dipper and Mabel. It's like such a love letter to the cartoons of the West. They love to do that all sometimes. Yeah. You can tell Studio Trigger definitely a fan of a lot of the Western animation. Um, let's talk about this epilogue. We've talked about a little bit already, the moment of Akko flying, but we also have um, yeah, all these characters interacting with each other. Um, Steve wanted to highlight uh, Constanza talking. Yeah, like last yeah. time the episode. Well, he got that. I, I never thought she was going to talk. I thought she couldn't talk. I didn't even notice this the first time. <laughs> I didn't notice it either. That's yeah. A, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, bad, but um, there was a huge, big moment. She was like, talking about video games or something. Yeah. What? Right? Is it? No, is it that she. Sorry, is it when. Um, when. Akko's, like, finally, like, gets up, like, the broom, gets oh, the broom sorry. to fly, and then she goes. She did it, or she she's flying, or something. She said she flew. She flew. She flew. She she said she flew. She was playing video games, and then she said it after. Yeah, Um, yeah. Hannah Barbara are interacting with everyone, and that threw me off. And um, weird. Yeah. (laughs) Talk about unearned. You talk about like yeah, yeah. Those two characters unearned. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I also uh, believe though, Diane says I'm going to be like friends with Aqua and her pal. They would just do what she said. Yeah, they just follow along. I agree. Yeah. But I do um, think Hannah, I do think Barbara and Loki at least legitimately have like that nightfall connection. And I think of, Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I think of the two of them, I think Barbara is the less of the mean one of between Yeah, you have no basis for that, but okay. <laughs> which There's, one is which again? <laughs> that's that's yeah, speculation. Four Steve. Again. Theory, speculation, theory. Yeah. Hannah is jealous of Akko because she was like, You're gonna take my Barbara, I'm not letting that happen. When surprise, it was Lotte all along that she needed to worry about. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fan oh, and, and you notice those two like throughout episode twenty five, you see a couple of shots of them, they're always holding hands. Yeah, they're the true couple of the show. Yeah. Dang it, we got uh, it wrong. <laughs> yeah, we got it wrong all the time. Crow and uh, and Chariot. Uh, yeah, Crow, Ch- Chariot will, it will be waiting. So, um, Waiting for what? I also love when they build the room. We see definitely Crow and um, Constanza working together. Like the two tech witches. We actually see actually interactions kind of. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Constanza is too talented for these people. That's my thought. Yeah, get her to yeah. we need get her to actually engineer stuff. Yeah. Um okay. Uh Steve, what uh did uh, we have we not talked about uh that's important that you want to get into? Okay, let's see. What can you about what? <laughs> oh pick God. pick three pick three things briefly. You're giving him three? <laughs> oh my god. All right, all right. I think okay. I hit most things here. Oh yeah, first of all, okay, this is real stupid, but um, the beginning one when, when the bird thing came to see Andrew was I was I was 
wasn't sure. It never revealed was that Diana the familiar or was that Diana herself? Because I ne- I never seen her with a familiar. And we know pretty much the people the witches can turn to animals. Besides Aqua, we've seen Lotte and Susie turn into fishes. So, oh, I mean, I I I, w- I hope I think it's the Cavendish duty for her familiar to be a unicorn. Like I will not accept anything less. Yeah. But um, but I don't know. I felt I felt that for more than any other time in the show, that moment was the most that the show relied on Harry Potter. Because if we didn't have that connection of, oh, yes, that's probably a letter that came in. That's, like, how she contacted him or something. If we didn't have Harry Potter as, like, our source of, like, information on that, it would have made no sense. So, like, that is the one moment where I was like, you you, you depended on Harry Potter a little too much. <laughs> um, also, I, I do wish, though, when we saw all those cameos, all those callbacks, though, we got a little bit more, actually, from, you know, Diana's family, you know, from Anna and her family. Like, see, like, a reaction, like, when you see on TV, like, is that Diana? Like, to do something more there, to decide they just have a non-speaking cameo. Like, you see, it's like, it's someone, it's someone in your family. It's Diana, like, either your cousin or your niece or just someone you work for doing this heroic thing. I really wanted more there. It's such just... Nothing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. That's pretty much it. Um, what more can I talk about? Um, uh, I, okay, that's I, it. Time's up. It. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Two things. Good. Oh yeah, I, yeah that's I, it. That's it. Uh, I hit on. I hit on most things. We even uh, nor nor rod nor fuel spirit. Now we don't need to talk about that. Okay, no. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay, we've reached the end here. Um, I, I would like a a 15 to 30 seconds wrap up review on the entire series from all of us. Let's end with this. Okay. So Beatrice. Oh my God. I'm your, going first. Okay. What is your epilogue review of little witch academia? Like of the epilogue or just everything? No, the whole show. What's your, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for. What's your um, footnote for the whole show? Yeah. Um, It's a very pretty show. It's not perfect. Uh, It's fun, but don't expect anything heavy or deep. It's not deep. It's not that deep. Don't try and engage too much with it or else you're going to start noticing the flaws and lose the fun of the show. So, um, and yeah, and I do wish that there's a second season because I think there's still a lot of potential for the show. And um, hopefully, like, these last four, six episodes uh, prove that. And I just hope that they actually plan it out and think things through before they decide to hit, hey, let's invest and. And our resources into animating all the stuff and not really have a plan. Oh, hot takes, yeah. <laughs> part, of, part of that review was Little Witch Academia would have been more enjoyable for all of us if we didn't podcast on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was very, no, no, because I had a lot of strong thoughts about it even before. So yeah. oh, I can't okay. turn that part of my brain off. That's just the way yeah. I, oh, I, I, I can't be turned off for us. Yeah. Okay, Steve, what is your, what is your wrap up for Little Witch Academia? Well, just. It's a fun show to watch, and I love the music on it. And it's a show, though, it's not really strong on plot, but it's the characters. It's the characters that sell it. The characters, their quirks, their interactions, their relationships. If you're just into it for, like, just good old character interaction and just having fun and not, you know, taking it too seriously, you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy the show, most likely. Um... If you're into magical girl stuff and just shows with female 
comic cast in general, you'll enjoy it. I do think though, if you definitely, if you're a Steven Universe fan, you definitely probably enjoy it. So, or even a Star fan too. I feel like it's more of a Star show than a Steven show. <laughs> yeah, but I could okay. I could see yeah. the connection on either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, April. Um, if you really want to enjoy the show, start at episode like thirteen. <laughs> um, <laughs> watch the short because- films, and then there you go. And then watch episode 13. It makes more sense. Um, <laughs> um, it was it was all right. I think I had a lot of expectations going into it, um, given, I guess, like, Studio Trigger's, like, previous work and things like that. And so I almost kind of wish that, like, I hadn't had that going into it with such high expectations. I feel like I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Um, but, you know, the, in the last four episodes, episodes are I, I say almost kind of worth it um despite all of the flaws that we've obviously pointed out um <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean it's 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 not terrible so watch it you you might enjoy it more than i did but i i still <laughs> like it's not gonna, terrible yeah like like it's, it's not terrible i wouldn't say it's like the best show ever in the world but it's 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 good so yeah, we definitely got the impression that you struggled a little bit with it at times. April. I very um, much struggled I, uh, with yeah. it a lot. <laughs> yeah. I also I also related to that experience. Yeah. Um, OK. Uh, Little Witch Academia. It is a good show that hey. is heavily dependent on its last six episodes um, for its success. There you go. Uh, I, I think that um, it, ha- it clearly had the potential to be a great show and didn't quite get there. Um, however, there are great moments and, uh, there's a few aspects of the show that end up being really cathartic. Um, and regardless of anything, the show has gorgeous visuals and, uh, two to three or four pretty good characters. Um, and it would have been better if you could isolate 10 episodes of the show, the last six plus four more from the first 18. Uh, the rest is not that, not that, uh, useful. Um, to the fi- the finished product, uh, you know, but it it amounts to a good show, a good watching experience. The ending is phenomenal, and I I wish that we had more of a focused uh, view on what really mattered and did not waste a lot of time. And we like narrowed in on on a few things that that worked. There's a version of the show that more heavily engages with Diana, actually goes through with the Akko Diana romance, and uh, doesn't have as many nonsense episodes. That ends up being excellent. Uh, that's not what we got, but uh, what we did get was still, uh, I think, good and enjoyable. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Well put. Right. <laughs> yes, right. very well put. Right. Steve, what do you think of that being my overall reaction to the show? Uh, As someone who wanted me to watch this so much, what's your what's your well, final thoughts I'm on my thoughts? Delete you. I'm glad you at least didn't hate it. Um, you're, you're a very tough critic, Dylan, though. What can I say? <laughs> um, I think you know, it might be different maybe if you guys like didn't the way you watch it because if you watch it week to week, maybe it might feel a little differently. Um, I do like hope though if we do get a season two, like. Maybe if we cover it, we cover like as it comes out of Japan. Maybe not every week, but you know, every like two or three episodes. You know, yeah, that that definitely be on the table. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I will say I do think there's a lot of potential for season two because this show is very fixable problems and has a great foundation here. And world. Dylan, um, you said like we have time. You promised though uh, you're going to find time to watch the short films and have. Yes, you- I will do that at some point. Yeah, <laughs> okay. and you're like you 
post your comments, like your live comments on the Discord, like you've done for previous, like recent episodes, right? Yes. Yeah, look for my reactions later on the. Yeah, I'm interested to look back on the. I don't know if I'm one of the only people that's watched the whole series and then has not watched the short films. But um, oh yeah, that's right. You haven't watched. Yeah. I, even I watched them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go back at some point. Okay, so that's it. Little Shakadami coverage is done. Um, I'm right. sure we'll have more LWA podcasts in the future, but not probably not for a little bit. At oh, least. and and, and uh, I have my like next article. I'm gonna rank all 25 episodes. I'm gonna yeah. Them. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna rank the episodes. Let me. Uh, last episode is the best one, followed by uh, <laughs> whatever. Done. Some combination. The, yeah. This the, the last six plus episode six. That's my top seven. There well, you go. I would okay. have top three based on my um. You know OVA, you know nominations already. So, yeah, we're yeah. Steve and the others are pushing yesterday for the best. Uh, trying to get that as yeah. best steps. I don't know. I don't know if I can get that. It was a good what? episode. I still need. Okay. Yeah, it, it was the most. It was maybe well, the most the consistent we were... episode of the show. So I can see that in that regard. But well, the one we really like expect. The one I hope the like most expectations for the visual. The visual is the one I'm pushing for. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. This is getting a visual nomination, yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> if I look at look at all that at uh, overlyanimated.com, um, right. uh, yeah, it's 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 good good run on these little catch anime guys. Thank you, Beatrice, <laughs> April, and Steve. We did it. Yay, we got this. Yay! <laughs> uh, let us, let, guys, let, those of you who've joined us for the journey, let us know what you thought of our ultimate comments on the show. Uh, talk to us on our Discord, overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Uh, we uh, we have an anime channel where you can talk with us about Little Jackanamia or leave comments uh, in this article or on YouTube. And uh, what do you agree with that we talked about? What do you disagree with? Um, you know, what uh, what uh, what do we want from season two, which is coming never. So yeah. what, what are we and, Well, if it uh, comes, it'll be 29 earliest. Yeah, yeah. Take, it would take a while. So. Uh, good luck good luck with that yeah. um and if you liked our little jack anime coverage consider becoming a patron and supporting us on patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated thank you very much to all of our current patrons especially a patron of the podcast uh lucas ak rocco and thanks as always to our patron executive producers john ryan steve alex andy and q uh yeah a bunch of stuff at overly animated.com um always talking about other new shows hopefully more anime content too in the future yeah um this is maybe our biggest anime endeavor i would say so um that's yeah. really good that lwa was it but maybe who knows what'll come next year oh, would you have uh would you have justin and andy who are kind of more like big anime fans like if we do any yeah. future enemies maybe have them maybe me and them do some more stuff like me and andy probably like do some like some digimon podcast we're probably going to do in the future Digimon, catch the fire! Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, 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 yeah no, I, I, I'd like to get into more animes myself, but yeah. it's, I, don't know, I struggle with things like what I complain about with this show. So it's a, it's a, it's a problem across a lot of shows. There's yeah. a potential anime that I'm like gonna watch now. That if it, I'm, I'm gonna start soon, and if fans of Mysticon, like they might, I feel like they might enjoy it. I'm gonna give it a uh, look through and then see if it's worth watching, Dylan. So I'll do the job. What show is that? What show? Oh, I mean, it's, it's the, it's pre, it's the latest season. Of Precure, it's like okay. this like magical girl show. Yeah, but the thing is like there's like these two characters in there that are like legit. They're Haruka and Michiru, but like from fans that grew up with Sailor Moon, and they're just like we're gonna give Michiru like the the spotlight she deserved, and so. Yeah, yeah, so there's yeah, like there's glitter, there's glitter force, yeah. There's a lot of yeah, there's glitter force, I think. But this one is the the this is the cooking one. This is the one with the pastries and stuff. I don't know. So it's the latest, oh, okay. or the one from la- that started in February. But yeah, we'll see. Okay. 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 Let's go. Cool. 
Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yep. Mr. Yeah, Tom's demographic shows. I agree. <laughs> yeah, fully cool. So we'll and see. Okay, maybe, so yeah, fully cool. Only six episodes, so that could be something you can watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, yeah, let us know what you thought of this. Thanks, guys, for listening to all these all right. little Academia podcasts. Um, if you made it to the end, let us know with this giant long podcast. <laughs> let us know, especially <laughs> if you listen to all of our LWAs. Um, give I don't know what's a hashtag that we've talked about here, but um, hashtag zoom zoom. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, you did note that. Yeah, that's a Z H O O M Z H O L M hashtag. Okay, so there you go. The hashtags up front, but um, yeah, let us know. We'll use that if you made it to the end. And uh, thanks, guys, for listening. And we will see you all next time. Bye. 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 Be magical. Do they say that in the show? No. Like, no. <laughs>